Who's Miranda Kerr? Uh, was she in School of Rock? Uh, no, that's Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> Brunch, hit it, boys! Nice mustache. Thank you. Where's the rest of it? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Brunch. Hit it, boys. So that's a that's a cold open. That as the, the cold open. That was the top uh, note I had for <laughs> for off. brunch. That was what, what would what would your grade actually be for, for your right mustache? Now? Yeah, uh, it would be like if there were some sort of software that detects whether or not you have a mustache or like takes pictures of your mustache, it wouldn't register you as, as a, a uh, as like a thing. It would be like, please put the face in front of the thing, and you so, would do it. And it would like, be like, so please put the face in front of the thing. So if Jin Yang made an yeah. app that detected a mustache right. or not a mustache, this would get not a mustache. It's like when you buy something really light and use self-checkout, yeah. and then you put it in the yeah. thing, and it's you like... Skip bagging. Hey, uh, are you going to put that in bagging? And you're like, yes, I already did. And it's like, are you skipping bagging? And you're like, no, because I already put it there. But you know what? Yeah, I'll skip or bagging. It's, and it's like, hey, how come something's in there then if you skip bagging? It's like when you have sex and they say, is it in yet? And you're saying, yes, it's in. And you say, well, as long as you don't skip bagging. Am I right? <laughs> That's Wrap true. Wrap it up, fellas. That's true. Come on, boys. This is a pro-safe sex podcast. Yeah. Hilarious. Brunch. Hit it, boys. So, uh, nice blank. Uh, where's the rest of it? Is base is basically a sibling of nice blank. Does it come in men's? Yes, that's and true. if there are any more nice blank little jab jokes, can you send them along because. <laughs> well, I mean, not to make this all about dick jokes, but like, hey, nice dick. Where's the rest of it? Would be a hilarious jab. Yes, I would honestly. If if a girl said that to me, I would say, yeah, yes. good. Yes, good job. Approved. <laughs> we'll do this again. Is Here's it, your it, gold star. Yes, you you know what? You are now more sexually attractive to me than before. So <laughs> this is going terrific. So far, I've gotten a little crack about having a small dick, and <laughs> and now I am guys, now I'm fully interested. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, I this weekend, one of my friends said, "Nice, whatever." Where's the rest of it? And for some reason, it just struck such a chord with everybody that everybody the whole day and night was saying, "Hey, nice, whatever." Where's the rest of it? We went to uh, a bar to watch the second half of the Celtics game. And uh, Ben Simmons went up for this huge monster dunk in the fourth quarter and missed it. And uh, it was there was like a lot of belly laughs at it. I let out, uh, hey, Ben Simmons, nice dunk. Where's the rest of it? Got huge <laughs>, laughs. It was terrific. That's a good situation to use that in. Yeah. I'm pretty upset uh, at myself. I was at a restaurant on Saturday and... Uh, so I wasn't watching the Celtics game. Mm-hmm. I saw that it went into overtime. We had finished dinner, and yeah. I walked into like the bar section of yeah. the restaurant, and I was like, 
should I stick should I stick around and watch watch overtime or should I just go home? And I ended up just I was like, ah, let's let's just go home. Oh God, yeah, Why'd you do that. Uh, I don't know because I like I I was out of sports mode. I had the yeah. day off, so I was like, yeah, I'm I'm not watching sports today. Yeah, um, like I did watch the Kentucky Derby and I won my bet on the Kentucky Derby. Nice. So I felt like I wanted. Like that was my one sports moment of the day. I wanted yeah. to go out on a high note. Mm. So I was like, if the Celtics lose, I don't want to be bummed out about that. Yeah. I'm just gonna go home. I, uh, apparently, I fucking missed. Uh, uh, how, how did overtime go? Uh, the Sixers got out to a four point lead. Uh, Celtics were coming back. Jason Tatum missed one of two free throws after missing two free throws at the end of regulation. So very upsetting. And then uh, Celtics came back. Oh, it was, uh, Ho- it was Horford, right? With the game winner? Well, and then steal? so Horford uh, got the game winning shot and then got. No, wait, who? I'm, I'm blurring uh, the end of regulation, the end of overtime. But at the end, Celtics were up one. Uh, there was, I think, 3.7 seconds left, and Horford stole the inbound, and it was awesome. Oh man, I I have a regret that I didn't stick around and watch that because there's nothing better than a game winning like a game winning shot is great, mm-hmm. but a game winning steal is arguably better because you're in a position yeah. where you're like fuck the other team can win it here, and then it flips on its head. Well, I mean, taking something away is always more satisfying That's true. than giving something. Yeah, uh, withholding something is always more satisfying than giving <laughs> something. Like, uh, I mean, think of it this way: What would you rather see? Uh, a monster home run or an insane catch by a center fielder that robs a home run. You're taking that Tory Hunter shit every day of the week. It's like, yeah, you're uh, you're like robbing somebody else of joy. Yeah, in in a more severe fashion. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about this when I was watching hockey like a couple days ago. It's a weird thing to say, but like I'd rather have my team like if if it's like the last few minutes of a game, I'd rather have them be losing than tied. Oh, like, well, it's way playoffs. more exciting. Well, it's, it's well, it's well, well. It's like preferring the the chase to being happily married. Yes, yes. Well, it's like you're there's hope when you're tied. Yeah, and like there's there's so much uncertainty, and it's fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. But if you're losing, yeah, then you're like, well, if they don't if they don't score in the next like minute and a half, then they're gonna lose. Like they like there's o- you can only go up, and you've already experienced the the part of being upset that your team's losing. Right. So you- really, it's it's like a small little step down to go from fuck my team's losing to fuck my team lost because you yeah. already you there's already some sense of right. being defeated. Yeah. So. Yeah, when you, I mean, there, there's nothing like being down one goal with th- under three minutes to play in a hockey game. It's absolutely terrific. But uh, yeah, speaking of basketball, I uh, I think I said it on the last podcast. Paul Williams, uh, musician, yeah, New I Zealand to it. comedian. He's great, uh, and he's really really good. And I was talking to one of my friends about him the other day, and uh, he had got he's gotten really into him, and he was like. And we were talking about how it's weird that he's this New Zealand comedian and he makes this good pop music. And he was like, yeah, have you listened to his podcast? And I was like, oh, he has a podcast? And he was like, yeah, he's got a podcast that, like his music, is not popular at all. (laughs) It's uh, called Advanced Analytics. Okay. And it's him and his brother doing a – or his friend. I don't know who it is. Uh, It's an NBA podcast that is not – analytically driven at all it's just two guys from new zealand talking about basketball and i listened to it today 
and it just sounds unbelievable. It's so fucking cool. It sounds like you and me talking about the NBA, meaning like good understanding of it. Like we're we're fans, but like we're not crazy over the top. Like we're not nerding out over it. Yeah, it's just two guys casually talking about basketball, and with it sounds so accents. awesome <laughs> with New Zealand accents. They like they're like one of them was like, I was on the Magic uh, Reddit, and they are all saying that they want the co- uh, who they want the coach to be, and it's all like. Toronto Raptors assistants, and I wouldn't want a Toronto Raptors head coach to be my coach. <laughs> Why would you want assistants? And it's just so great. And they, they talk about Braid Stevens, and they love Braid Stevens. It's it you just should, sounds great. You should just pretend to have an Australian uh, or a New Zealand accent for like this point on the podcast for infinity. Because it's more to. enjoyable for me to listen to you speak to me. If with I that could, accent. if I could do. An accent. I we've discussed my. Uh, I, I like was looking up tutorials on how to do an Australian accent. It lo- it's really really hard, and that's why I still can't do it because it's sm- saying the O sound that they make is uh, so fucking hard, and that's why people who can do it, like Kate McKinnon, that's they, they just beat it into the ground because nobody else can fucking right, do it. Right, right. <laughs> like there's they're uh, like fuck. We need an Australian accent. There are four people that can do it well. Right. Well, in uh, in. Uh, what was it called? White Bachelor Party? White Bachelorette Party movie? Yeah. Um, That's exactly what it's called. Yeah. No, what do we call? Oh, my big fat White Bachelorette Party. Um, she says, uh, she's, she yells like, this is no joke. No joke. And she, and they only gave her that line because it's with the Australian accent. Uh, like, I can't do it, but like, no yeah. joke. Yeah. Uh, Fucking crazy! I wish uh, I could do that shit. Well, it's a, it's like a slap in the face when when they when Hollywood gives American accents. Oh well, don't to, get me started on that. To, to actors with Australian accents, like why the fuck would I re- want to hear an American accent over an Australian accent? Why are you robbing that joy from me? Well, no, she doesn't do it. She does. No, but I'm saying like just like in general. Yeah. When, when an actor from like Hugh Jackman, I'm pretty sure is he Australian? I'm pretty sure he's Australian. Yeah. Russell Crowe, Australian. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's dead. Oh. When did that happen? Like four years ago. Russell Crowe. Yes. Russell Crowe. Look it up. He's not dead. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he <laughs> no, is. He's not. Yes, he is. Look it up. That is not like an obscure thing. Uh, the The world would be there would be mourning over Russell Crowe if he died. I thought. Man, I like to get that that past you. No. Russell, <laughs> he is not that like obscure. What would I? What did I try to convince you recently? Uh, the, oh, bunnies. the bunnies don't yeah, exist. Bunnies aren't real animals. <laughs> the bunnies are a made up thing. Yeah. Which like you got me, but I also was like, there's definitely a there's definitely a bunny could somewhere. Be. Yeah. There's got to be a bunny out there somewhere. I haven't seen it, but. I bet it's somewhere. Yeah, Hugh Jackman's uh, Australian. Yeah. Uh, should we get to our uh, Monday and people are pissed? Yeah. All right. Um, a lot of celebrities are pissed. Uh, Paris Hilton, Audrina Patridge, Rachel Bilson, Orlando Bloom, Miranda Kerr, Brian Austin Green, Megan Fox, and Lindsay Lohan are pissed. Because but- they're not relevant anymore. No, well, they were, they've all been robbed. Uh, oh, really? By, yes. It's, uh, they, they've been caught... There it's eight teenagers and young adults based in and around Calabasas. Calabasas. Calabasas, is that a thing? Yep. 
Uh, well, not anymore because it's been robbed blind. Uh, they burgled the home of the celebrities, uh, resulting in thefts of about $3 million in okay. cash and belongings. Much of the property belonged to Paris Hilton, whose house has now been burglarized several times. Uh, that's crazy. At first, I was like, $3 million is kind of low to rob For all, all those, those people. people? Yeah. <laughs> They're not that relevant. Half of those people are pretty washed at this point. Yeah. But I always think it's interesting when it's like cash and other belongings. Like, what's the split there? Yeah. Like, are these celebrities just stashing away millions in cash in their house? I know. Yeah. I, you... Like, who... I have maybe I've got a five, a five. on me right yes. now, and the only time I have cash in my apartment is when I'm in my apartment with my wallet, yes. which has a fiver in it right and now. And whenever I have cash on me, I want to get rid of the cash as fast as possible. Yeah. Like, I got a 50 from a transaction uh, like a week ago, mm-hmm. and I was stressed to the high heavens yeah. thinking that I had to carry around $50 on me for a week. And I was like, how can I get rid of this? The worst part about having cash is uh, when you decide that you're going to pay for something, uh, like part of a bill with cash, no matter how much you took out, it's our, you. It's always like $6 too little. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, now I'm paying with my card, <laughs> and I still got this fucking yeah, cash exactly. on me. Like a goddamn idiot. Like it has to work out perfectly. Hope for you we go to someplace with a coverage charge, so I can pay for everybody. Get rid of this cash, burning a hole in my pocket. Um, so yeah, uh, so who are they? Uh, Paris Hilton, Audrina Patridge, Rachel Bilson. What do you think Rachel Bilson's got in her apartment? <laughs> the fact that you called it an apartment, yeah, really, yeah. Probably, probably suggests not a lot. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Rachel Bilson got that shampoo money for a while. That's true. Uh, what the fuck is burgled by the group three to six times, amounting to between one hundred thirty thousand dollars and three hundred thousand dollars of closing of Joe Stozel's stolen property. Who's Miranda Kerr? Uh, was she in School of Rock? Uh, no, that's Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> <you laughs> fucking <idiot>. Miranda Kerr. <laughs> That'd be super us- mean if they were burglarizing that kid. <laughs> why? Uh, Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah. Why? Don't burglarize a little kid. She's not a little kid anymore. Yeah, but all these robberies happened in 2009. <laughs> what? No, what the fuck? Yeah, I just read you an old news story. <laughs> Brunch, hit it, boys! That's why. That's why. Like that was written about because those people were relevant. Yeah, nine years now, ago. If this happened now, it would be like Miranda Kerr trying to get attention <laughs> by by saying she's been burglarized. If, that, if this story happened now, people would be like, "Oh, well, that's because the, all those washed-up celebrities can't afford locks in their houses anymore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to know what the name of the group is? They had a. They had a name. The group that just robbed the. Uh, yeah. Um, the Sticky Bandits. Uh, the Bling Ring. The Bling Ring. That's pretty good. That's yeah, not bad. What's up with man between these kids? I think if you if you, I think if you're calling yourself the Bling Ring, mm-hmm. you got to come up with a with a bigger takeaway, a bigger score mm-hmm. than like three million dollars between twelve celebrities. Yeah, man, this is an interesting Wikipedia page, though. They have a um, Wikipedia page? Yeah, that's what I was reading to you. I was just jumping around the Wikipedia page and acting as though it was a new story. <laughs> oh, you fucker! Yeah. 
Did um, you just do like a? Did you just do like a randomized Wikipedia thing? I just searched uh, celebrities who have been uh, burglarized. There's it has a very long Wikipedia page, including uh, there's a section called Detective Brett Goodkin. So there was like a guy who was fucking slaving over figuring out. He had like in Barry, he had the fucking board with all the people. Like it's it's, it's it just doesn't make sense and <laughs> like smoking cigarettes and shit like that. Speaking of HBO stuff, a Barry was super upsetting tonight, and B uh, I laughed very hard at it, uh, Silicon Valley has very much jumped the shark, but I laughed very hard at Gilfoyle's PowerPoint presentation. Well, I haven't watched Silicon Valley yet, but uh, I did watch Barry, and Barry, I said this on Twitter last week, uh, and I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but Barry is better than Silicon Valley. Like, oh, it, yeah, it we both said jumped it. jumped on the power, rank- power rankings. Now, it's not even close. Like, last week, I was ready to say that it's it's higher on my power yeah, rankings. Yeah, I think that we actually said that a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like, b- before, because I think last week, the takeaway was just, like, what the fuck from that, and I, I no, I think that, like... Pretty. It didn't take long to uh, solidify that. Well, Barry, it's is more exciting sure to hitting watch. Its stride. It's like I look way more forward to basically all season uh, to fucking Barry than Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley hasn't necessarily been bad, but um, it's jumped the shark, and I'm, it's just not as exciting. Yeah, you know what you're getting. Barry's uh, more of a, a wild card. Yeah, and it's it's this week was like devastating. Yeah, it was, which is. It's wild because, like, one week it can be in an awesome comedy, and yeah. then the next week it can literally, like, tear you down and yeah. make you devastated. Um, although Barry has, is a great example of the hiring Americans to do accents thing, but I'm not going to call them problematic because both of those guys are so fucking good <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. that I would rather do an accent. I would and rather also- ha- have them do an accent than not have them be in it. And Barry is like uh, defying stereotypes in in that sort oh, of yeah. way because the Bolivian the Bolivian guy who is just like the nicest guy in the That's world. My, I wrote was down so fucking my funny. favorite part about that show is that that guy has no reason to like Barry, and he loves Barry. He's just so invested in Barry. Are you talking about Noho Hank? Who's Noho Hank? The bald guy. The Anthony Kerrigan. Yeah. Oh, was that's, he in something else? No, that's his, is his name character- in the show. His name's Noho Hank? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's Why no does that Hank. mean? <laughs> uh, I'm assuming like North Hollywood Hank. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, like that's his name. But I, I'm talking about the Bolivian guy that got off the plane. And oh. was, when, yeah, when yeah, he yeah. was talking to the the, the mob yeah, boss. Yeah, the nice guy. Yeah. yeah. And he, he was like, ah, like, oh, shit. He's a really nice yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was funny just because like there's... In every other show, that guy would be like a menace, menacing yeah. character. And yeah, they kind of just like. I mean, how we've seen it a million times in Breaking Bad and stuff right. like that. But uh, no, I was talking about the phone call between Noho Hank, as I now know his name to yep. be, and Stephen Root's character when uh, they're sad that Barry Fuchs. died. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, "I saw a guy today, and for <laughs> a second I thought Betty. I love they call him Barry. So great. What a fun show. Yeah." Bill Hader is unbelievable. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. And Henry Winkler is a close second on that Everybody, show. I mean, everybody's I good that, on that yeah, show. Yeah. Everyone on that show is A+. Plus. Although, again, like, you I don't, don't need you don't like Stephen Root so much, but uh, whatever. Did you watch uh, Donald Glover's SNL? I did not. I saw some of it. Uh, I saw the monologue, which was 
unbelievably really 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 bad really? Uh, yeah and but there were two skits that were really funny one of which was him and melissa villasenor doing <laughs> dirty talk and he knows how to do dirty talk. it was like a very basic premise he knows how to do dirty talk and she doesn't and she just says a lot of problematic things and it's really really funny that's one of my favorite things in the world is when you're like uh saying when you're like the, it's written into the the, the yeah. bit that you're gonna say some fucked up shit, right? And then you you deliver on it. Well, you're right. Well, like, I mean, <laughs> the joke isn't the words that she's saying. The joke is that she's saying those words. Yes, hilarious, the best. Yeah, and I like I like those. I think I think I like that kind of humor the best because there are people that get upset about it. Well, shit. Like I was thinking, I, as I rewatch The Office on and off all the time. Michael Scott wouldn't fly these days. Right. There's, like, people would be pissed. Yeah, people would not watch The Office. People would talk about how The Office this is, is disgusting. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's the fucking joke. Right, like that he's this out of touch well, I don't idiot. know how many times we've had the, this converse, this sort of conversation where it's like you can have problematic characters without it being problematic. That's yeah. part of the fucking story. Yeah, well, the world's going to shit. This is how <laughs> this is how fucking Donald Trump got elected. Uh, you brought up a cool subject. Uh, I didn't know anything about it. You said, hey, let's make uh, our own Avengers. And I said, what are those? And you said, people that you would have saved the world. And I said, how many of them are there? And you said, it's infinite. Infinity War. Is... Th- th- Yes. How fun! You are your like blind spot to all superhero things is amazing. Yeah, you uh, literally know nothing. No, I know. Th- no, it, it came out and everyone's talking about yes, it. Yes, it is like the biggest movie in the world right now. And with that, but that was a meme. It was Marvel Infinity War is right. The, yeah, the, the biggest crossover. Oh event yes, in, in Marvel and yeah, biggest yeah. crossover event in, in cinema history or whatever it is. And then you say me, and it's like a picture of. Fucking the yodeling kid, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So is that uh, song taken off? By the way, this no, I don't think so. Famous? I don't think so. I mean, like it should have. I've seen like it. It. I think the only time that I've seen it like reference is when people remix it. I've seen it remixed a few times. Uh, one by one by us, and then one by somebody else. Yeah. How many uh, plays does ours have? I don't know. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven, 37 retweets. Uh, oh, it's got 35 retweets Ooh. and uh, 7,700 views. Oh, in excess of 7,700 yeah. views. So uh, we don't do it for the clicks. We don't do it for the whatever. We just do it to make money. you hear thunder more than you want to hear. Did you like the It's Gonna Be May thing? Yes, that, that was made? pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, my idea was that we should create a team of Avengers. Mm-hmm. Based off of things that we discuss on this podcast, or just things oh that no, we I, like. I just thought that you things, okay things yeah. we like. Um, well, for me, I'll start off. Mm-hmm. Paddington is is on my team of Avengers. Mm-hmm. He's going to save the world by making it in a much nicer place and giving marmalade sandwiches to everybody. Okay, uh, I'm going to say Jack Bauer for sure. Although Jack Bauer can be a toughie because uh, there's only one ball, right? Does he have one testicle? No, I'm saying the like the basketball expression. There's only one oh, ball. Brunch, hit it, boys! Yeah. I'm saying like 
he's going to be really doing everything that. himself. He's going to be doing everything himself. Yeah, Although, he's, a, he's a ball hog. Yeah, he's not missing. Uh, he's not missing a testicle. He's missing uh, a, a other part of his body, which is the sharing like, bone like tallness <laughs> i was trying to make a joke about how he's him being short he's, he's missing part of his body that would make him taller if he had it he's like nice nice height where's the rest of it Fuck you. you know that uh that you've seen the freddie prince jr shit right no next time you you're talking to freddie prince jr ask him about working with Kiefer sutherland on 24 that fucker will go off. Really? He hates Kiefer Sutherland. Really? He's like, Kiefer Sutherland was the worst. They had me do all of my scenes uh, barefoot because Kiefer didn't want me to look that much taller than him. And they would have him do scenes with me where he was standing on like an apple box or whatever. And As a short guy myself, yeah. not to brag, but that makes me fucking hate Kiefer Sutherland right. so much. Yeah. Like, dude. You're a fucking Hollywood actor. You're the star of that show. Yeah. You are like a god on that show. Yeah. Just fucking embrace it, dude. Yeah. If you, uh, again, this is this is classic brunch. If you don't embrace the shit about you that uh, might be not necessarily abnormal, but that uh, could be classified as an imperfection, then you fucking suck. Yeah. Or you're actually, or maybe you're just depressed, in which case we get some help. Hope you, yes, we are uh, uh, on Team U. Hit it, boys! Uh, So, uh, let's see. Jack Bauer. uh, I'll do another one. Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister, why? Because of his traps? Yeah, he's... He could trap trap the bad guys. Yeah. Although, actually... He's not good at finishing the job. That's he's true. Somehow never. He always those needs guys. help from like a random ass stranger. No, not even that. He didn't. He n- none of those guys ever died, which is <laughs> you crazy. Want them to he kill should him. have killed them. Yes. Well, all of we discussed this. He was the original Jigsaw. He it's made true. these fucking death traps, and they should have died. But since they didn't, because it was a PG movie, I'm still putting that on Kevin. Can't finish the job. There is like a discussion to be had about whether Kevin McAllister was actually good at like thwarting criminals because he always, I mean, like no, he, he was good. He fucked around with them long enough until the police could come. Yeah, but like he always also put himself in a position where like he should have been caught and should have been like in a really bad situation, and then he got help from a random stranger, hmm. like the old fucking yep. dude with the shovel. Oh yeah, and then the crazy pigeon lady. Yeah, who like, it turns out she was in something else. I forget what, but uh, I think that when you looked in your heart, she wasn't so crazy at all. What's that? She was Phyllis from The Office. No, they don't even look alike (laughs) at all. Uh, Go on. Who else you got? Go off, King. Uh, I'll pick. I'll steal one from you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick Jason Tatum. Okay. And his superpower is that he just never gets older. He's always 19. That's very uh, terrific. Lives forever. Um, I am picking uh, Octavia Spencer. Because okay. all she does is win. Well, all she does is support. Yes, she, right. So she's, she's, uh, she's not going to be like the, the the lead Avenger, right? But she'll support the rest of them and then make them better at their jobs. And they'll be like, "That's not a fair group of Avengers," because she's good enough to be the fucking main Avenger, 
and you're just putting her in a position where she's like the fourth Avenger. That's bullshit. But I don't make know if her that, your first Avenger. Be, but, play by the rules. But I don't know if that would work because like the whole Avengers thing is that it's stars that come together. Hmm. Uh, like they're all their own stars of their own movies and shit like that. And then they make an Avengers movie and they all come and play like supporting roles hmm. for the go- the greater good. So then nobody's better at playing a supporting role than Octavia Spencer. So it's like. It's like right, but she's of not the star, right? But I'm saying it's like instead of drafting a college tackle and moving them to guard, which is a very common thing in the NFL, you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna look at all the guys who played guard in college and draft that guy, which doesn't always work out. A lot of times you're moving guys from tackle to guard, but if you just say, you know what? I need the best person. To, so you're not taking come- the best player on the board. You're taking somebody who's really good at a specific need. Well, not necessarily, because that player could be better than the tackle. I'm saying just because you're a star doesn't mean that you do a better job than a person who supports, which is often the case in Octavia Spencer movies, because the leads don't get nominated. She does. Not this year. Yeah. Uh, Who else you got? Uh, Well, I think we have to pick Zac Efron for some Mm -hmm. role, but what's Zac Efron's... uh well, I guess Zac Efron's superpower would be that he's so unpredictable, and you really can't ever get a read on what he's going to do next. Hmm. And he'll he'll take down the bad guys with uh, the least the thing that you would least see coming. Hmm. It's uh, like his career, you can't fucking you no idea where that baby's turning next. I'm gonna pick Colin Jost, Ooh. Uh, because he seems like a sacrificial guy, <laughs> and if someone has if, to, die. if someone has to go. <laughs> You'd be very, very brave. <laughs> would, and we would love, we would love everything that he did. Would Colin Jost's uh, superpower be that he can control the weather? Brunch, hit it, boys! You'd be ordinary man. God, you would be, would be. They would be distracted. They would see all these people come together. They'd be like, "Oh my God, it's Octavia Spencer and Jack Bauer and Robert Ory. Why is Robert Ory one of his adv- Avengers?" Oh, wait a second. Who's that very plain man? And then Big Shot Bob comes through and gets rid of that person, <laughs> that bad guy. Why do you have Robert Ory on your Avengers team? Because he hits game winners. That is, ama- that is an amazingly outdated reference. <laughs> this is a lot of outdated references tonight. That's true. We're doing old news, uh, outdated references. Actually, last night, uh, so LeBron hit a game-winning shot mm-hmm. in their game, and after, it was quite cool. We just rewound it and replayed it, put it on mute, and put on the song Game Winner by Wolfpack. And it was quite amazing to just like watch it and watch all the replays as this song is being sung about like I'll hit the game winner and it was just it it maybe I was a little drunk but it just <laughs> came together so nice and it was very aesthetically pleasing so okay. Robert Ory is on my team we should uh we should add a, a lady to this team of Avengers let's I've added so many la- I have so many ladies on mine all right let's hear yeah well I already said Octavia Spencer oh yeah that's right uh, I've got Allie Raceman. USA. Okay. Uh, Connie Britton is one of my Avengers. Okay. So uh, yeah. So so what's what's uh, how how are you well, going to dig putting, yourself out you, of your hole? If you if you're putting Connie Britton in there, I have to put Kyle Chandler in there. Hmm. He's the guy who just comes in and says, uh, 
let me tell you something. Yeah, he's going to be the coach of the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. yeah let, me tell, let me tell you something. Yes. I'm real sweaty. Uh, no, I was going to say, he, he'll work up a sweat for the team. He will always look uh, mid-mission at the beginning of a mission. I, that's true. I like that, that we uh, we had that whole Kyle Chandler uh, debate, and like I was... N- not a debate, like a discussion about how sweaty he is, and then we were so confident in the fact that he was sweaty and everything. Yeah, and then we went to then go we put looked together. At some, we were like, he's not sweaty a lot. <laughs> we went to go put together a video to delay. Like, yo, that, and, that uh, Ryan, can you add sweat to some of these for us? <laughs> it's like, huh, we really misjudged the amount of sweat that uh, maybe it's just like a natural glaze love, on that guy. I love when you say something that it turns out is wrong. But ultimately, it's like it's right. It's always right. Like to when me. I like I bet when I said that, like people were listening, they were like similar to your reaction. You're like, holy shit, yeah, he is always <laughs> sweaty, and we're both agreeing, like, yes, yes, and not that's not right. He's <laughs> not, not always sweaty. sweaty, but it just seems so. It seems right. So I think, yeah, I, I mean, think in the fucking world we live in today with all the fucking bullshit that goes on, yeah. I mean, I think that there there have been more egregious lies that have gone undetected than Kyle Chandler not being sweaty. Yes, yes. Um, who else do you have? Uh, to be honest, I don't. Those are the only people I had. I had Robert Ory was my first Avenger. I had uh, Robert Ory, Ali Raceman, Brad Stevens, Jack Bauer, a lot of athletes. Um, uh, Sports yeah. guy over here. Connie Britton, yeah. Do we should we take listener suggestions on uh, who should join the, our team of Avengers? Uh, We're definitely going to miss some that people are going to mention, being like, "How did you not put this person in here?" Yeah, based I, off of the like podcast stuff. Yeah, I did some uh, drunk merch purchasing. What'd you this get? Week. Uh, I just bought. I just did some uh, some vinyl shopping. On Amazon. I always feel weird when I get vinyl from Amazon. I feel like you're not supposed to do that, yeah, but I, most of my vinyl is from Amazon. Yeah, I've, I've done it a few times, and it definitely does feel like a weird thing because it's vinyl supposed to be vintage, and you're buying it on the goddamn internet marketplace. Well, I mean, if it's like a new – so if, like, if it's a new album, I'm saying, like, if it's – it's still like a weird thing. Yeah, like, like I, I just feel like, like you're the, supposed to buy it in well, a like record Well, like the purpose store. of getting vinyl is to get like the physical copy of it yes. and not like just be a digital asshole. Yeah. And you're being a and digital you're asshole it. by buying the physical copy. And you're buying it on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw you freaking out uh, on Instagram about the... Uh, uh, bringing down the horse. Yeah, about uh, the wallflowers. Yes. Yeah. One of my, one of my faves. Uh, my friend's apartment he has a bunch of vinyl and we were just going through stuff and playing records it was a lot of fun we played uh the avalanches frankie sinatra uh, yeah. it was a real mm-hmm. it was a, a real hoot and uh i was like oh shit bring it on the horse i was like this is one of my favorite albums and somehow i don't uh have it on vinyl so right away i didn't oh, even I, know that that's was... what that album was called i didn't i didn't know like the name of that album i just knew yeah. the, the cover art yeah it's crazy the the trackless thing of that album is insane. It starts with one headlight, mm-hmm. uh, and the second song is Sixth Avenue Heartache, which is back to back. Yes. Uh, and the fourth song is Three Marlenas, and the fifth song is The Difference. So that is, I would say that's like Alfonso Soriano, <laughs> Derek Jeter, fucking that Gary is a, Sheffield, that is a whoever you hits want. Album. Yeah, like the first, it's it's very similar to uh, like The Stranger, where just every song on it is just what a fucking classic. 
Wallflowers are awesome. They really are. I did notice on the on the album when I, you posted on your Instagram that like the the lettering on the wallflowers is really weird uh, on that album. It's like the wall, oh, yeah. the wallflower. Yeah, wall it's, yeah. Flowers. There's a little space between the F and the L. You're right. Yeah, it gave me like anxiety. I was like, why is that? Why is it like that? Yeah, the wallflowers. Why did they Maybe do we've that? We've been saying it wrong this entire time. Yeah, it is the it is a, a fucking terrific album name though. For sure. Uh, guess what? What? Uh, I'm fully moved in to my apartment. Oh, nice. Yeah? How's that? Uh, I don't know. It's been a day. Yeah? That we had a party. Nice. And I got pretty drunk. Nice. Not to brag. Look at you. And I closed out the first night in my apartment by checking to see what was on HBO. Mm-hmm. Guess what was on HBO? What? 500 Days of Summer. Nice. That, that's not a sign that... That uh, I don't know what it's a sign about, but I'm just really happy that 500 Days of Summer is on HBO. I woke up this morning. Uh, my computer was on my bed, uh, which I very rarely take the computer to bed unless I'm like editing an episode of Brunch or something like that. I like to, I like to. This is weird, but I like Separate. to keep like the screens kind of out of the bedroom, church, church and state. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah. like I. Although I now I have a TV in my bedroom now just because if like i, I don't want to be the person who always dominates the fucking tv this so. is the first time that i've had a tv in my bedroom in a long yeah. time since college yeah i don't like it you're 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 not supposed to have a tv in your i bedroom. disagree really oh yeah i'm excited about it very very excited about so it. you just like lie there with a the tv on no but like if i want to watch tv and watch yeah. tv in bed fuck yeah it does it makes you so much lazier though like my i i take longer now to get my day going because I just fucking sit there, and then be- between the phone and the well, TV that's because you're everything. like a first take guy. <laughs> I love first take. I know you do. First take is great. I actually, yeah, like I, so <laughs> like I don't have anything to watch in the morning. Yeah, you do. A lot of times I'll post uh, like ridiculous shit that uh, the Stephen A. Smith that, one was so funny. Yes, yeah. week. <laughs> 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 fucking ma- that was like the dumbest thing anyone has ever said. So the uh, what was it? The yeah, the Celtics beat the Sixers in Game One without Jalen Brown. Yeah, and what did Max Kellerman say? Like, I don't know if Jalen Brown coming back makes that big of a difference. No, you know or, he was like, like, I don't. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if the Celtics are, are a able, team. like, uh, uh, are a team capable of beating the Sixers once Jalen Brown comes back. Basically saying like Jalen Brown coming back is going to prevent Jason Tatum from having a good game or having these guys. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen A. Smith's face. He didn't he liter- say anything. He literally did the... <laughs> yeah. That, and, and it was like the funniest thing. That but it seen. lingered for a lot. And like yeah. he, he went through and kept making his next point and everything. And he was still holding his face. And then he did this little like eye roll thing of like, ugh, it's a fucking idiot. So good. But yeah, I post a lot of those things. And every now and then someone will be like, you clearly watched this show then, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I like it. It's you like said it on this on the yeah. show. You like I like first take. I don't. I think that's a weird thing. I think that liking first take is like liking Trump, where you're like, I know this is bad and this is a problem <laughs> and this is making the world really really dumb. But I can't and this look is away all and bullshit. I can't stop supporting it. But I it just soothes me. That's weird. You think like liking Trumps make some people feel good. I mean, yeah. And like, and liking what, first what take makes, makes me feel good. Like, why does it make you feel smarter? Oh, that's <laughs> is that it? Yeah, maybe that's it. Actually, it's like watching like, a bunch of people do the ABCs, and you're like, oh, and like they're kind of struggling through it, and you're like, I know that shit. 
<laughs> well, there is like a little bit of hope that comes with watching first take because you're like, I'm smarter than these people. Yeah. Or like at least, uh, I mean, those people are smarter than they, they, they lead on. Oh, yeah. Stephen A. Smith, I bet, is a very, very smart man. Yeah. And he's, and he is Kellerman rightfully once came so. Kellerman off as smart back in the day. <laughs> and he is right, they're rightfully so dumbing themselves down yeah. for the paycheck, which is fucking huge. Yeah. So I don't blame them. But Didn't- like, there is a little bit of hope watching that and being like, I'm for sure smarter than these people, and they're cashing massive paychecks, so maybe someday there's I can do it. I need to look at... Didn't Stephen A. Smith say something that like was not... Did he like drop like a huge swear one time? I have no idea, but he's done a lot of dumb shit before. I think that like one time there was like a, holy shit, what did Stephen A. Smith say? I forget what it was. Uh, I don't think it was to the level of Charles Barkley, but I, I'm, I, I always like to remind people that Charles Barkley did that. Do you remember that? No, what do you do? Uh, they showed a guy jumping around. Uh, they were like coming back from a break or something. They showed a fan, and he was dressed, jumping around, all all hyped up. And Charles Barkley said he. They were like, "Oh, look at this young man!" And Charles Barkley said he looks like a. And then dropped a hard F. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? He said he looks like an FAG, and then everyone was like, "Wait, yo, Charles Barkley." You can't say like people because people caught videos of it. They were like, oh, fire Charles Barkley, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, uh, after reviewing the video and talking to Charles, uh, no, I didn't. (laughs) What? Yes. That's what, yes. He said FAG on television uh, in a derogatory way. Not that that could ever be said in like a complimentary way. Uh, But yeah, they were like, oh, uh, no, yeah, no, he didn't. (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the boldness of yeah, that is like, unbelievable. So, let, let's see if we can find this. Charles this Barkley. Story. Charles Barkley might have the best gig in America because, like, he Clearly says he's going to live forever, <laughs> right? Like, he has already proved that he cannot be fired, uh, and he says he just continually says the dumbest shit ever. It's clear that he doesn't like really watch that much basketball. Yeah, he like only watches basketball when he has to, like when he's at work, and his analysis isn't great. He literally like threatens to fight players and mm. like physically harass players, and like he keeps calling all the women of Houston very fat and ugly. Really? <laughs> yeah. So- and uh, like he can basically say whatever he wants, and everybody is just like, ah, that Charles Barkley, he's wacky. I searched uh, Charles Barkley f word, and uh, one of the things that came up is. Uh, headline, Charles Barkley doesn't like, quote, girly basketball. Like, he just says he's the, the fucking king of problematic. I'm going to find this. Oh, it was a Celtics fan he said it about. Uh, the, this is from fucking BuzzFeed, but it says, uh, did Charles Barkley call a Celtics fan uh, that word? <laughs> That's a question mark. And then the subhead is, TNT claims he said fan, but we're not so sure. Uh, and... Can we play it? Yeah. Bro. This is not a paid political. Now please, please don't have no kids, man. You a damn idiot dressed like that. Please don't have no kids. <laughs> Celtics fan, baby. Come on, man. He's dressed like a fan. Ain't nothing like the same thing as putting on paint. Wait. There's play your play it again? Okay. Please don't have no kids. <laughs> Celtics fan, baby. Come on, man. He's dressed like a fan. That would definitely he, that, that, dress like you would dress never like say a to fan somebody, after yes, exactly. while criticizing him. That does not work in that context. You don't have kids. Like, yeah. No one. And when has ever anyone said to you, uh, like, "Damn, Pete, you're dressed, dressed like, like a, a fan. fan." Yeah. No, that didn't work. So Charles Barkley, like, 
pretty good gig that he can just say whatever the fuck he wants, and yeah. everybody's like, ah, that Charles Barkley, he's such a goof. So, so far, what have we hit on? Uh, old news stories, basically, this whole episode yes. has been like the the thing that has tied everything and I, together. And credit to me, I haven't heard of a single one of them. Brunch! Hit it, boys! Hit it, boys!